0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about this,
2: Cowboys? Yeah! This,
0: this is Mick Schatz, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill
1: Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it's time for another edition of Mixed Shots as the Cowboys on the day after a 24-19 loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers at AT&T Stadium start their bye week. And there is news already happening around the Star in Frisco as this week begins. Mickey Spagnola inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. We expect to be joined by Everson Walls here Shortly, as we uh, look back at Sunday afternoon at AT AT&T Stadium, but Mickey, how about uh, right off the bat? uh, First off, how are you doing on this fine Monday?
0: I'm doing fine on this fine Monday uh, here in my SWBC mortgage studio, and you look like you're doing great. You got your ball cap on on a Monday afternoon. That's right.
1: Yep, it was. I've been studying up so much on the game from yesterday and this bi week opponent this week that I will take my shower after we get done with mixed shots.
0: Well, very good because there was a, when you when you end up playing close games like this, there's always a lot to go back and look at. You know, when you get wiped out, uh, it's like okay, you just got beat. But uh, I know in this game, Bill, I went back. Uh, I don't know. I probably got home about 11.30 last night from the stadium. And of course, I had to go back and check out several plays uh, and and re-watch them. And I ended up with a full page here and then the back page here of critical plays in this game that I know we don't have time to go all over all of them. But when you lose 24-19, there's a lot of different things that uh, lead to that outcome. Uh, Good and bad
1: well isn't it nice to have uh, here a couple of games in a row now where you can actually fill up uh, both sides of a sheet of notebook paper uh, with critical plays
0: yeah it's two weeks in a row right and you know last week we uh, we talked about how well okay the defense looked like they took a step forward but it was against the eagles Well, they took another step forward, and this wasn't just against the Steelers. This was against the Steelers that came into this uh, game averaging 30 points a game, uh, had not scored fewer than 25 in any game, uh, and the Cowboys really did a nice job uh, defensively uh, to kind of hold... Uh, the Steelers down to a manageable amount of points that gave yourself a chance to win and really not have to come out of your uh, game plan since, by golly, the Cowboys had a 13-point lead in a game, the biggest lead they've had all season long. So, uh, again, encouraging steps. Unfortunately, they did not get rewarded uh, for playing much better Uh, defensively and then uh, a really fine performance by Garrett Gilbert on offense starting his first NFL game and I don't care if this is his seventh season or not uh, he had not played a full game since like March I think it was March 30th of 2019 with the Orlando Apollos by the way and had only thrown six passes in the NFL in his career to this point so we almost had another really, really fairy tale story about a Cowboys backup quarterback coming in to save the day.
1: And uh, the other thing that I'm taking away with, uh, taken from that game yesterday, is the fact that there's really not that much difference between the best teams in the league and the teams that are – Sitting there with two and seven records right now. I mean, when you break it all down, uh, you take a couple, three players off that Steelers team, and they might be sitting there at two and seven also right now. Everson Walls, I think, might be
2: uh, joining us here. Hey, I see Everson there. Not only did two or three players make a difference, two or three bad calls (laughs) also make a difference in a ball game. I mean, we talked about it. We've always said it. You know, I go on my little rants about we get the worst officiating crew because we're at the bottom now as far as wins are concerned. It seems as if, you know, nothing's critical to the referees, but it is critical to us as, as uh, fans and as Cowboy fans, as Cowboy players. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit different from you, Spags, in regards to the fact that I expect more from these guys. You know, you're giving them a pass. I'm not giving them a pass because I see just how good they can be. And I'm really encouraged by that. So, of course, if you see that they're finally realizing their potential, then I'm going to expect more from them physically and mentally. Uh, Gilbert, good game. But (laughs) I'm sitting there on the couch with my family. I'm thinking about you two guys. I'm wondering if Bill curses like I do. (laughs) You know, the last thing that you do is have a turnover in that situation. My daughter knows it. My son knows it. My wife comes walking in the room. Even she knows it. (laughs) You do not throw that interception. And it just got me off of my couch. I, I think I, I oh. texted Spags, Bill, I, I, you know, I didn't think of you at that time because this is Mick shots, and I know Mick was going to go off. But I can't give them a pass on that one. I am so sorry, guys. I expect more from them. We should have won this game going away. When you realize what you're doing, before you wake up, you say, let's go forward with this, because if I wake up from this dream, I'm never going to be back here again. Right now, the Cowboys had the <clears throat> perfect situation. They had many situations. Uh, you could have gambled a little bit more. Uh, you could have believed in yourself, you know, and, and you could have played smart. So right now, I, I'm, I'm happy about what we did, but I'm also so sad about how we lost it uh, okay Everson I got it Mickey I got to jump in there yeah oh, I was Everson's trying to get in the there but he wouldn't let in me in, in. <laughs> I'm not letting you in damn it that was I, my, my I, time i give, Mick. give it to you Mick
1: Mickey I give it to you but I just got to say I did the exact same thing you did Everson watching the game at home on my couch and I was watching it by myself and right before that my my wife had come in from shopping. Her sister-in-law's in town. Just got in town. Uh, my nephew's with them. My daughter is. And they all walk in, and I'm just oblivious to them. I mean, she just got into town, and I'm not even. I'm, I'm focused on this game, and I'm not even paying attention to them. And I'm yelling at the TV when that interception happened. And they they quickly got their beverages. And went out on the back porch.
2: Thank <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah. This is exactly. not. This is not a, a place for the faint of heart. I did right now. The exact same thing you did. All right. <laughs> That's exactly
1: right.
0: All right. All right, Spanx. What you got, man? So jump on in. So he should have never been put in that situation at the five yard line, throwing passes into the end zone or attempting to throw passes into the end zone. If you look at the second down play, uh, second and goal at the five, had that pass not been batted at the line of scrimmage by T.J. Watt, that ball was going to get intercepted in the end zone. And the next play, you've got a field goal in your back pocket, and I'm not a fan of field goals, but when you can go up 22-7, 22-15, uh, then I think you've got to protect the field goal, and you've got to protect your quarterback. Should have ran the ball twice, even if Pittsburgh is stacking the line of scrimmage uh, with seven, eight guys uh, at the line, six guys blitzing all the time. I, I just think you had to be conservative there and protect your quarterback and not Amen. ask him to do something that he hadn't done since March 30th of 2019. And I think you had to take that into account and know that you had a field goal in your back pocket and not try to do something fancy. And it wasn't his fault. He's trying to throw the ball away, and he gets blasted. Uh, And and unfortunately, the ball pops up in the air, and it's an interception. So uh, I think you had to protect your quarterback at that spot.
1: And I agree wholeheartedly. And in
2: fact, that, you're, that's why I was yelling field at the goal TV. Range. Yeah, go ahead, Emerson. I, I think my thing was we, we just have to we, we have to go we have to make sure that we secure one thing at least. I want to go for the score, but we've got to make sure that we end up with no less than that field goal.
0: Yes, absolutely. And
2: uh, you went a little, you went out on them. My 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 internet is horrible over here right now, but but Spags. I don't know if you can hear me, but, you know, there was a, the, the pass interference uh, call. Uh, I've got a list of bad plays by the referees, and that was one of them. Uh, should have called the pass interference on Cooper. It's easy to call. I don't, I don't understand why it seems that uh, when the Cowboys need a play, and we make that play. They always find one of our DBs holding, and rightfully so. I see it all the time. They're holding. They shouldn't have held. They, they deserve the call. Let's move on. Pittsburgh does the same thing. Blatant uh, hook move by the slot uh, DB, DB as Cooper was about to beat him inside. That pass still should not have been thrown. I see. I think that's where Gilbert was looking but at the same time, we need that call to be made. It's only fair that you call P.I. in the end zone. You call it all the time. All of a sudden, you want to swallow your whistle. And I don't understand this reticence on these referees in these Cowboy games. There seems to be a, a uh, 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 virus going around of ignorance when it comes to these referees because it's cl- a clear call that should have been made. And when you're talking about a crucial situation like this, you're talking about a team that's 7-0. and You're talking about another team who's, you know, the most renowned team in the world. So you've got to send in uh, uh, referees that know what the hell they're doing. McCarthy's going to have a freaking uh, aneurysm over there if they keep on screwing <laughs> him over in these critical situations because he sees it, and he's letting them know. And I'm hoping that he continues this, throughout the week because the Cowboys have been getting hosed by the referees way too much this season.
0: I don't think there's a vaccine for that virus either, by the way. I hope y'all heard that because my internet is horrible.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. All right, yeah, we did, we did hear you, Everson, and, and I'll uh, reiterate that uh, when I was yelling at the TV, it wasn't at Gary, at Gary Gilbert, it was, uh, I agree with you, Mickey, wholeheartedly, that, uh, that you just can't put your quarterback who's got three practice, well, not even all of three practices with the first team the past week, um, out there in that situation. you got to protect him from making a mistake. Uh, with, against the number one pass rush in the league, And you got to come away from that situation with a 22-15 to lead, and then the rest of the game might play out a little bit differently. Um, So uh, that's just the way I look at that as well. Uh, While we're on that subject, uh, Mickey, maybe one of the decisions on your little uh, play sheet there uh, was kicking the field goal on fourth and inches. Uh, How did you feel about that?
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right, and I think uh, – Tony Romo and I were on the on the same page on on that one. I just think, and and I and into, I, <laughs> and taking into consideration who you are, who you're playing, where you're at, how hard it is to get that close uh, to scoring uh, a touchdown, and you just got inches to go. I I just think you got to gamble there and not take the field goal. Uh, and, and go yep. for it, I think. And, th- and yep. it was early enough in the game uh, to, to go ahead and do that. And as I've always said, uh, especially in that case, the more field goals you kick, you're getting closer to getting beat because you're allowing that other team to get back into the game. And I just think they had to gamble. And I don't even know if you call it a gamble at that point. Uh, I think you just had to go for it at that, at, at, at that point.
1: Ever since, are you yeah, going to react to that? I think that's okay. a necessity. You're
2: right, Spags. That <laughs> that's no gamble at all. You're talking about inches, and you know, even when you go to that situation, once again, I'm going to my referees. I'm sorry, guys. I thought that was a bad spot. I really did. I thought that was just a bad spot uh, uh, by the referees. I thought, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that that run by Zeke, a 10 or 11 yard run, where his elbow came down. That was the that was what preceded that decision, correct? Is yeah. that the play that right. pre- yeah, preceded yeah, that, that decision? Was. Yes. There's eight-yard Yeah. To me, I, as he before he fell, he used that one leg and he used j- just a little bit more of a push-off to stay off the ground. The elbow was there. To me, the elbow was there. They called it a good spot. Matter of fact, Romo called it a perfect spot. I called it a bad spot. It seems as if teams that, that are losing, referees never give them the benefit of the doubt. Any other time, any other game, they're going to come up, they're going to put that ball down, and they're going to say, "Move the chains." That's what they should have done with us. I, I just don't. I think that's just a no-brainer. I don't know what you guys saw. I thought his elbow was down at the first down marker. That's you know what, I saw. what?
0: When 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 the, when that referee on that side. Uh, the official on the Cowboys sideline initially spotted the ball. He put his yep. foot right on the first down yep. line, and then when he came in and set the ball down, he, he moved sure it did. back about six inches, he, and it cost moved, him the first that's down. That's right. He sure did. And that guy, that he guy sure made some did. really critical calls in the game that I, I'm surprised uh, McCarthy just didn't beat him up. <laughs> wouldn't that be a sight right because <laughs> he was in that guys he was in that guy's guy, that's, See, the that's, the same guy. <laughs> that's the same guy I, I think it well, was on that side of the field when they called uh, the big play back for Steele not being on the line of scrimmage uh, and, and even Romo said normally when that happens, they'll give the guy <laughs> yeah. a warning and say, hey, you better bring it up. And you he, get a warning. Right, and he got no warning. He you threw get it. a warning. He That's right. It. He yeah. threw the flag. No and, warning. And it's like I, I, I thought, yeah, McCarthy was going to come uh, unglued. But there's, you know, there's a bunch of them. And, and I'll go back to the uh, interception, by the way, in the end zone. Cameron Hayward should have been called for hands to the face. He had he had yep. his hand right yep. in the chin of Connor Williams yep. pushing That's the whole right. way, which caused the thing to collapse. And it was obvious. I saw it real time. It was like, whoa, look at that. And and no call. How do you miss that? How do you miss that? I got I got one
2: for you. I got one for you. And then one personal for you. file. No one no one made reference to it. I don't know if you saw it, Bill, because you're at home by yourself. Your wife wasn't there for, for distraction yet, and I hope you guys can hear me, because my internet once again is horrible. First quarter, at the 10.55 mark, no, 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 I'm sorry, let, let, let me start over. First quarter, uh, was it 7.13 mark, Pollard breaks through, that's his first big run. Did anyone notice of Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick Horse Collar on that play. (laughs) He was tackled at the 14-yard line and Pollard gave a good stiff arm to him. And In order for that guy to to maintain a a grasp on Pollard, he had to grab him around the shoulder pad and he brought him down hard. That was at the 14-yard line. If the referee is on his job, Then we get half the distance after that, and we're at the seven-yard line. We end up kicking a field goal after that. You put me at the seven, I might score a touchdown. Little things like that just really make a difference in the ball game when you have the just ineptitude of referees, and really, it wasn't even a tough call to make. They were the only two people involved in the play itself. So for them not to see that, it just seems like they're, they're, just out, they're just out to lunch. They're just out to lunch. I'm sorry. All right, we got to, we're up against a break.
1: I, I do want to say this about the fourth and inches decision. I initially, and I agree with you on the, the, uh, the spot, uh, although the last replay made me wonder if it was, whether it was good or not. But anyway, that's beside the point. I did not have an issue with him kicking the field goal there because I, going into this game, this is my philosophy with a quarterback who's had three practices. I just don't think he's going to be able to convert touchdowns in the red zone myself. And I think that the chances were greater that there would be a negative play that would keep, get you either out of, not out of field goal range necessarily at that point because you're at the 20 yard line, although it could have happened with a sack but coughing up the football or whatever where you don't you don't get those three points. I want those three points so badly because of the situation. If it was Dak at quarterback, if it was Dalton at quarterback, I'd say go for it. But also I looked at the last three times that Zeke carried the football. He went for zero yards, one yard, and zero yards prior to that eight-yard run. I thought you were fortunate that you got within inches. Okay, you didn't get the call. Go ahead and take your three points, a 10 point lead late in the third quarter. That's the way I looked at it, but I totally understand going for it as well. It's just in my mindset, with a quarterback making his first start with three practices, I just don't think you're going to be converting, having much success in the red zone at all. All right, we got to take a break. You sound like and an analytics guy. <laughs> 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 no I'm just I'm just ultra conservative with a quarterback that doesn't have any experience at all you gotta go with what's your gonna gut happen, Bill this what's is the time to go with your that gut that is my baby. gut my gut was totally opposite because Tony Romo when he was a rookie he would have wanted to go for it too and I guarantee you Bill Parcells <laughs> would have taken him out of harm's way no Romo you can't do that all right we continue with more mixed shots in just a moment
0: To make shots.
1: Don't miss your chance to get tickets to see the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium this season. Home matchups remaining against Washington on Thanksgiving Day, as well as the 49ers and the Eagles. Limited number of tickets on sale now. Get yours today at dallascowboys.com/tickets. And Mickey Spagnola, we are going through your playlist of critical moments in Sunday's game. And before you, we, we get to your next, uh, whatever you want to go with on your uh, play sheet there, uh, how about some uh, an update on injury situation? I know Stephen Jones was on the radio uh, this morning and gave us an update on Tyler Biotish as well as uh, uh, Andy Dalton.
0: Yeah, and he also, so on uh, Tyler Biotish, uh, ended up uh, pulling a hamstring muscle. Uh, and it sounded like, uh, from what he said, he'd be out two to three in weeks. In warm-ups, right? In warm-ups. In warm-ups. Go figure. You finally were going to get your <laughs> Crazy. same... Combination <laughs> of offensive linemen for two consecutive weeks and you couldn't make it to the game in warm-ups oh and Looney's God. gotta come All in right. and play. Mickey Everson.
1: Yes. Mickey Everson, how how often do you hear about an offensive lineman pulling a hamstring? Uh
2: never. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to uh, take say away. that they're <laughs> not built? <laughs> <laughs> you just—you're just not developed enough often. to uh, to have what muscles. Was he, what was he doing in <laughs> well, warm up? For a young man, especially. Uh-huh, for a young man, right. especially. I mean, he's a, a young man to have <laughs> problems in warm-up? Give me a break. I didn't even start stretching until I was thirty years old. Come on, man. <laughs> this guy's twenty something years old. He's, he pulls an hamstring.
0: <laughs> I wonder who was the backup right, center. Sure
2: who was the backup
0: center after that? <laughs> Looney, right? Looney took no, over. No, and then after him, well, then Looney, what if he goes, goes out? Beyond Looney, yeah, uh, unbelievable. Would, would McGovern oh, go there? Ooh, oh. uh, <laughs> McGovern th- wouldn't it? I, I don't know if McGovern's. Yeah, <laughs> m- you know Maybe what? In when I've seen he's when, I've, when I've seen him do the quarterback school, I I hadn't seen McGovern uh, over there doing that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I don't know where they would have gone. Um, so how how
2: long is he out? How long is Beadish out,
0: guys? Oh, he's out a couple two weeks, two
2: to three weeks at
0: yeah. least. I mean, they got guys on the practice squad that they can move up. That uh, oh my god, that Marcus Henry and, <laughs> and Redmond. they can they can put those guys on the fifty three <laughs> from the practice squad. Uh, but yeah, and then Trayvon Diggs has a foot injury. They were trying to wrap it. It might have been an ankle. And uh, he doesn't come back. And so now they've got to play Savion Smith at right corner uh, because uh, Chittabay Owousier did not get activated off of injured reserve. So now we've got to keep an eye on what happens uh, with uh, Diggs. And I think there was was there one more injury bill that took place in the game. I'm trying. Well, then remember. Andy Dalton. <coughs> oh, yeah, Andy Dalton is yeah. coming back. and he, after he the sounded bi-week. like with the with the bye week that uh, he should be out of the uh, reserve COVID nineteen list uh, by time they have to play Minnesota. So I think those were the three things that uh, Stephen gave us updates on. We'll find out more at 4:30 when uh, Mike McCarthy does his uh, conference call. All right. So next up on your
1: play sheet, what do you got there, Mickey? What do you, where do you want to go? Oh my! Uh...
0: <laughs> Let's talk good stuff. Well, we can we can we can certainly talk. You don't have anything written down. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and, and did you notice how they were able to set up that uh, that punt return, uh, the pass off the punt return? Because the first, yeah, uh, I don't know if it was the first punt or the Ooh, second punt, man, they had Cedric, they had Cedric Wilson back returning punts, so it wasn't out of the ordinary when they did this that he went back there and didn't cause they Pittsburgh to go. Up. Oh, set why is up. that guy right. back there, right? Uh, and they, uh, so yeah, uh, and, and, and a heck of a play, and you know the unfortunate. So and I, then
2: I, I didn't know. Uh, <clears throat> I, I didn't know we had to go to acting class to uh, to fake the hamstring pull? To finish our special teams plays. Did you see the acting yes. that uh, I think yes. it was Thompson did? No, it was yeah. Goodwin. one. <laughs> he fake the hamstring? Yeah. So so and I then the it. other that thing very creative. The very other thing creative. is and, and, and the small things that make a difference. And
0: you <laughs> and you end up getting the ball down to the nine yard line, right? And then of all things, you get a block in the back that didn't need to be thrown uh, on on Thompson, and now it's 15 yards back, you're at the 31, and you end up kicking a field goal when you would have had a really good chance to Mm -hmm. possibly score a touchdown. So you did something good, and then something bad happens. Uh, You know, the same thing with Donald's kickoff return. You get a big kickoff return that, and you can't get a touchdown. You end up with a field goal.
1: You know, uh, the other thing on the punt return, the scheme by uh, John Fossil on that, you know, it's really unusual. You you see that occasionally on a kickoff return. But on a punt return, it's really unusual to see that because you you have to depend on uh, the directional punt by the other team to get it to, to send it to the other side of the field. Uh, I have seen Fossil do that before. I remember when he was with the the St. Louis Rams. Uh, he did it with Tavon Austin and Stedman Bailey, and I'm pretty sure it was on a kickoff return. And that was what I was reminded of, but I remember it being a kickoff return. It worked, and I can't remember if Tavon threw it to Stedman Bailey or vice versa, but it worked, and they scored a touchdown on it. Uh, but I just thought to, do, to be able to do, pull that off on a punt return, I don't know that I've seen it very often on a punt return.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and and you got uh, well, to have a returner the who's a former quarter directional
2: kicking, because for them to be able to set it up like that, they must he must be consistently kicking to that side. Yeah. Well, That's right. And, and That's then right.
0: the other and then the other thing is, you, one of your returners have to have a strong enough arm to throw the ball as far as Cedric Wilson did, uh, and then you better hope the cornerback. Is a cornerback because he is a cornerback. You got to hope it's not there because he can't catch the ball, right? As a wide receiver. And then he bobbled that thing, almost dropped it. It was a perfect pass, too.
2: Um, okay, Ooh, I got a, I got a, I got a, I got another one for you. I, I got to say, guys, I, I, I know, I know somebody, I know somebody on that Cowboys coaching staff that is earning his paycheck every week. And that is the special teams coach, Fossil. I mean, you talk about going deep into the, into your, your special teams playbook. Week in and week out. Every week we come up with something unique to give ourselves a chance to win a ball game. And most of them work. I got to say, I've never seen a special teams coach work so hard at being innovative and trying to do his part and keep this team in the, in the, the winning column. I told you guys. We got to have all three facets of the game. We have to have it. We cannot keep thinking just defense and offense. Special teams has to enhance our chances, which he's tried to do all year long. And I'm, I'm very, very impressed uh, with the effort that they're giving mentally and physically. Well, how Good about job, how special think, teams?
0: How about they, coming up with an alignment to help block a kick? With Crawford, when exactly when, when, he, when he blocked that? Whoa! Hit. Did you see that? Yeah, and he and he did it the, the the other time and nearly blocked it, and then also having the foresight on that yep. the kickoff that they tried to pooch down to the corner of the goal line. He had two running back, I and mean, he had two guys back for that. It was Pollard and Doddle. So they were spread out in case they kicked it into the yeah. corner. It was almost like he was anticipating that. Uh, and then they had all the blockers over there. And boy, yeah. that guy can scoot. Did I mention his name on Friday, by the way? Rico Dottle. <laughs> and you guys you go, did. who is Is he on the name? roster?
2: <laughs> yes you did. Yes you did. That's the first time Mickey, he touched Mickey, the ball all <laughs> season. That should have been yeah, your pick to clicks. I don't know that, that should have been your name right. right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here's the other thing on Rico Dowdle. Had we had preseason games, we'd all know about Rico Dowdle because That's he would right. got a lot of time in the preseason. So he was a secret weapon on that uh, kickoff return. And he, and I like the way he runs, too. I, and I've heard from scouts that they really were high on him as an undrafted guy, and uh, you can see why on that run.
0: And you know what? We also should give a hand to uh, Henry Sroka, who's kind of the Cowboys scout that uh, kind of takes care of uh, kickers and punters, to find Nice Nicewander. We were all sitting here going, oh, my God, they got this new punter. He did just fine, and his holds were just fine, too, by the way. So shout-out to Henry. All right. Yep. Yeah. And a hunter, the punter, and the holder, too.
1: Hunter and a nice wander. All right, we continue with more mix Shots in just a moment. We go further into Mickey's play sheet from Sunday's game. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr.
0: Pepper and
2: Cream Soda. Let's take a listen.
0: Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears. Okay, let's play.
1: Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A
2: delicious duet. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm,
1: and stop using candles to see at night.
2: It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide.
1: Well, candles are...
2: Huh? Oh. Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May
1: I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards. And that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys.
2: There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back,
1: back, back. To Mixed
0: Shots. The 2020 PBR unleashed the beast. World Finals will be at AT&T Stadium this Thursday through Sunday. Don't miss a second of the action. Get your tickets now at pbr.com or seatgeek.com and let me tell you that immediately after that game was over, the crew was out there rolling up the field because they had to get rid of PB Get Ready for PBR on Thursday.
2: Were the bulls already there? <laughs> no, the bulls weren't there. <laughs> yeah, it was some bull crap there, though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, that's funny,
1: Everson. I like that. That was a good one. <laughs> Uh, All right, Mickey, Yes.
0: what kind of bull do you have on your play sheet there? Third and 21 (laughs) in the fourth quarter, and Roethlisberger throws deep for Claypool. It's incomplete, and Jalen Smith gets called for roughing the quarterback. Roughing the quarterback. One hand came, the back of it hit his face mask and came down on his shoulder pad, and somehow they saw that one. Uh, which gave them a uh, first down uh, uh, at at the 36, and that drive continued on, and it ended up with the uh, Ebron uh, touchdown. Uh, Otherwise, the Cowboys at that point Mm -hmm. are forcing them to punt. I think there was going to be maybe, oh, I had it written down, like eight minutes left to go in the game. Uh And and no, uh, oh,
1: no, there yeah. was like four minutes, four minutes three four minutes, minutes left. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You're right. Sorry about that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Can you imagine that was, that was on that? That was if on that, that go ahead drive. Happened? That was on the go ahead drive, right, Bill? Because that was going right, exactly. to be. It was going to be a
0: three and out. It was going to be a three and out.
1: They got a three and out, and it was a basically a hands to the face of the quarterback,
2: roughing the passer. I mean, how huge I gotta say, was guys, that uh as much as I call that as much as I call that a nitpicking call, I was really hard on Jalen uh, exactly. on, on Twitter be. after that. And I should be. I was not gonna apologize, Bill. Um, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I, 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 I want the words you that came out of my mouth was that uh, well my words were Jalen Smith is a blank blank blank. But when I put it on, on Twitter, it was, "We have an, an, an unintelligent defense. You know, we have to believe in ourselves. We have to believe that we are good players. Good players don't do ignorant things in that manner at that time of the ball game. It's reckless. It's irresponsible. And there are things that should go through your mind before certain plays, such as Garrett Gilbert's interception. This is also another one. When I make this rush, I have got to be legitimate in every way. And as a leader of this team, and that's what Jalen Smith thinks he is, he has got to do better. There is no excuse for what he did. And I'm not forgiving one play And saying that that was the demise of a game or a season or whatever. But that was a huge mistake in the ballgame at that particular time. We had a time to make up for all other crap that we had done. We could make up for it in this moment. And he chose to follow a certain pattern that we've always been subject to. All season long right now. No, the, Very disappointed in him. Very disappointed in Jalen Smith. His biggest mistake was on the goal line. After having a great ball game, by the way. Yeah. Ha- I, after having a decent ball game. His
0: biggest mistake, though, was was uh, on, on the Ebron touchdown when – uh, they looked like they were in man defense, and Jalen's got the tight end, and he just stood there and started motioning like this at the snap for the corner who was covering a receiver. It was Savion Smith. There were two receivers Jordan there. Jordan Lewis yeah. was over there covering the other guy. They carried them into the end zone, and Jalen got frozen. He didn't do anything. And, and I'm guessing that's got to be his guy, and he never took a step over there. And then poor Savion tries to make the tackle, and Ebron leaps over him into the end zone for the touchdown. <laughs> Everson,
2: Everson, I, I, it's hard for us. And everyone's dogging him. him when it's really, that was a good thing because you, you kind of wanted them to score quick at that point. Well, yeah. So that we could have a chance. It was so. the John Madden <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> Okay. So you think he
1: was employing that?
2: Yeah, no, I don't think not think You so. think actually
1: it was a very smart play and he was employing that strategy? Think, yeah, that's what Savion was doing. Him.
2: That was all in his head. He
0: looked at he his size and he looked at Ebron's tower. size and said, I better not hit him in the chest. I might embarrass myself. No, I'm saying
1: I'm saying, do you think Jalen was, oh, oh, was uh Oh, just was let him go. Yeah, let strategy. him go score.
0: No, I don't think that went through yeah. his head. We need the ball back. Okay, so here's the other <laughs> key part. You of, think that's what Jalen was thinking? Here's the other key Point in the game. The Cowboys were up 19 to 9. There was 2.13 left to go in the third quarter, and Pittsburgh said, You know what? We don't need a running back on the field. We've only gained 40 some yards. We're going four wide receivers and a tight end, and Roslisberger then threw the ball on 22 of the next 23 snaps for 193 yards when he only threw for 111 in the first half. And the Cowboys finally, after saying, we're trying to hang in here with our nickel, but we're going to go to our dime now, finally, finally. But they could not cover all those receivers and the tight end. And that's when Roethlisberger turned the game around and picked him a cart because they basically went four wide in a tight end the rest of the game until they had the lead.
1: So do you have how many passes that Roethlisberger
0: threw from that point on? I said 22 of 23.
1: Okay. So basically, the Steelers, maybe for the first time this year, were in the same position the Cowboys have been in all season long, especially when Dak was at quarterback two, when Dak racks up all these numbers where he's throwing the ball on every play in the second half because the team is down by multiple, by double digits, well, the Steelers found themselves down late in the third quarter, down by 10 points, and okay, let's put it in the hands of our quarterback. The other part of that is, and you talk, ever said about positives coming out of this game, how about the Cowboys' run defense and what they did against this Steelers uh, uh, rushing offense, the Steelers couldn't run the ball against the Cowboys. And so it was, uh, even if it was a, a tie game at that point, it would behoove them to go ahead and throw the ball because they weren't running it against the
0: Cowboys in this game. You know what? I thought I thought Gallimore really came alive in that game, and maybe How, they should make Antoine how'd you guys, Woods how'd you the, guys team like the captain. The bad
2: defense that Mike Nolan came up with, and
0: maybe they should make Antoine Woods the captain every game because he came alive too. Those guys in the middle really played well, <laughs> he did. and they even got uh, Anku some snaps too, uh, the new guy that they had just uh, traded for. So I thought the activity of those guys inside did did a, a, a heck of a, a heck of a job but again uh, it, it was just a shame that they couldn't match up with all those wide receivers uh, to the finish uh, the, the way they had stopped them previously Bill and you're right with the running game I think they ended up with 46 yards rushing and they just said well, but so here's the downside uh, from the Cowboys standpoint they couldn't sack. Roethlisberger. They had a five-man line and they stopped him every time. And I guess when you get spread out like that, it's hard to blitz because somebody's going to be open if you take somebody off uh, to blitz. Uh, so they kind of got him in a bind when their front four could not get to Roethlisberger during that whole period. He didn't get sacked once. I think he. It. I think he only got hit a couple times. Uh, and 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 so. Uh, I thought that was the turning point. They gambled on throwing the ball every down. The Cowboys knew they were throwing the ball. There was no one to hand it off to. And the one run they had was an end around to, uh, uh, oh, it might have been Ray-Ray McLeod, I think they handed it off to. Ray-Ray McLeod. Uh, so that was it. And they, but they couldn't put pressure on him that whole time. He was picking them apart. And that turned the entire game around. It went from 19-9 to 24-19. And he hit uh, he
1: hit my guy Juju four times, including the touchdown, the guy that should have been a cowboy. That People talk about uh, drafting T.J. Watt instead of Taco in that draft. I would have taken Juju Smith-Schuster myself, but that's another, another story for another day. All right, Everson's going to be uh, – who you going to be with the next couple of days? Everson, do you remember? We're changing up the lineup the next couple of days. I don't know if he can hear us nope, or not. We're losing, Everson. Pardon me? Yep.
0: Who, you, who, you, who are right. you on tomorrow? We're changing the lineup. Yeah, you're losing. There me, we go. I'm, Look I'm, at there. This internet is horrible. I'm sorry. All right, we're losing him. Where's he at? Whatever. It's on the screen here. I can't find him. <laughs> I'm here. He's on the players lounge with Nui and Jesse. And we All have right. joining us Dave Hellman <laughs> and Heckma Harrison with us on mix right. shots for Very the next good. two days.
1: There's your podcast schedule.
0: All Is right. That who I'm with? I'm with Heckma. No, you're with Nui. No, you. And are. Jesse. Is that me or you? <laughs> You're with Nui and Jesse on the players lounge. You come ah, you on go. right after us.
2: I like Jesse. <laughs> All right, that ought to be I'm fine. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, All we right. will see you again,
1: Mickey and I, on mix shots at one thirty tomorrow, and right after that, the players lounge, and Everson will be there. We will see you on Tuesday.